We're at the end of this exploration of trekking through compliance with episode 79, Turnabout Intruder. Compliance, the final frontier. Tom Fox is the voyager of trekking through compliance. His mission? To explore the original series and seek out and share what it can teach you about compliance. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Trekking Through Compliance, Episode 79, Turnabout Intruder. In this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, we consider the episode Turnabout Intruder, which aired on June 3, 1969, and occurred on Stardate 5298.5. Story synopsis. After receiving a distress call from a science party on Camu 2, exploring the ruins of a dead civilization, the Enterprise rushes to its assistance. All members of the party appear to be dead except the leader, Dr. Janice Lester, and the medical officer, Dr. Arthur Coleman. Kirk and Lester had been in love at Starfleet Academy, but Lester's inability to rise to command status because of her gender led them to drift apart. According to Dr. Coleman, Lester is suffering from an unknown sort of radiation poisoning. However, when the rest of the Enterprise landing party goes to aid a dying science party member and leaving Kirk and Lester alone, she activates an alien device she has discovered and exchanges bodies with Kirk. Lester is driven by insane jealousy in a persecution complex and complains to Kirk of the agony of being a woman. Now in the body of Kirk, she tries to strangle Lester and kill the real Kirk. Kirk, McCoy, and Coleman, or rather McCoy... Spock and Coleman return before she can finish, having been too late to save the scientists from celebium poisoning. Lester as Kirk orders everyone to be beamed aboard and takes over the role of Kirk. Aboard the Enterprise in secret consultation with Lester as clerk, Dr. Coleman reveals that Dr. Lester deliberately sent the science team where she knew the Celebium shielding was weak and that she was supposed to kill Kirk during the interval provided by Coleman on the planet. Lester as Kirk removes bones as chief medical officer and installs Dr. Coleman, a former Starship doctor who has been found incompetent by Starfleet Surgeon General in his place. Dr. Coleman attempts to prevent Kirk and Dr. Lester's body from interacting with the crew by sedating her, but she manages to escape sick bay to talk to Bones and Spock. However, Lester as Kirk is there waiting for a medical examination ordered by McCoy. He proceeds to knock Kirk as Lester out and orders her to be put in isolation and incommunicado. Meanwhile, Lester as Kirk delays a rendezvous with Potemkin to conduct gravitational studies on Beta Arguni binary system and insists that the course be set for the Benicia colony despite the fact that Starbase 2 is on the way and Benicia possesses only primitive medical facilities. Spock suspects something is amiss and goes to talk to the real Kirk in solitary confinement. At Kirk's request, Spock does a Vulcan mind meld and discovers the truth. Meanwhile, McCoy detests, less, uh, tests rather, Lester as Kirk's uh, dermopolopic reaction to color wavelengths using a Rebiana dermopolotic test to compare his basic emotional structure with previous tests. Spock tries to escape with a real Kirk, but is stopped by Lester as Kirk and security guards. This leads to a court-martial for Spock. Spock puts Kirk 
in Lester's body on the stand and testifies that Kirk's mind is actually in her body. Scotty talks to Bones in the hallway about the vote and the conversation is recorded by Lester as Kirk. Lester as Kirk then orders the death penalty for Scotty Bones and Lester, who is actually Kirk, and Spock to fight Spock despite the fact that General Order 4 is the only crime for which the death penalty is in effect. In the meantime, Sulu and Chekhov refuse to obey Lester as Kirk's orders, and Kirk and Lester experience a temporary reversion of minds. In fact, to prevent reversion, Coleman informs Lester as Kirk that Lester must be killed. However, Coleman is too late in carrying out the task, and Kirk and Lester's mind revert to their appropriate bodies. So what is the fun fact from this episode? Well, it's not very fun to announce that this is the final episode of the original series. Leonard Nimoy as Mr. Spock, Majel Bartlett as Nurse Christine Chapel, and Number One were the only actors to appear in both this episode and the first pilot of The Cage. Leonard Nimoy was the only actor to appear in every episode of the series. William Shatner appeared in every episode except The Cage, where Jeffrey Hunter played Captain Christopher Pike in the first episode. Hunter died a week before Turnabout Intruder was aired. The very last Enterprise crew member to be seen in the original series is Scotty as he, Kirk, and Spock enter the turbo elevator at the end of Act 4. A glimpse of his forearm grasping the control is visible before the doors close. This episode had some interesting continuity issues. Uh, first of all is the name of the planet, Benicia, is different, different than it was used in The Conscience of the King, Benicia. Also, Kirk mentions two previous episodes, The Empath and The Tholian Web. Interestingly, Starfleet General Orders appear to have changed by the time this episode occurs as Sulu and Chekhov say that only violating General Order 4 warrants the death penalty, yet in the Menagerie it was stated that the violation of General Order 7, which was the ban on contact with Talos 4, was the only death penalty left on the books. Um, and one of the interesting parts or contradictions, um, in this episode was that Janice Lester stated, your world of starship captains does not admit women. Indeed, the fact, uh, in fact, the entire basis of the episode is that Janice Lester wanted to be a starship captain, but could not because of her gender. And that's what led her to switch bodies with Kirk and try to murder him. However, that was contradicted, obviously, by Star Trek Discovery, but also in Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, in that episode, Home, said in 2154, uh, the second Warp 5 captain to be launched, second Warp 5 ship, rather, was captained by a woman, Captain Hernandez. Uh, however, uh, this is not necessarily a contradiction because Lester's line, your world of starship captains does not admit women, might not have been intended to mean Starfleet, but rather admit that Kirk's world as a Starship captain did not uh, and could not include her since they were talking about relationships. So I thought that was a really interesting twist on this episode. So what is or are the compliance takeaways from this episode? Well, the first is who monitors your senior executives? The... um, This has become increasingly important because you have to make sure that your senior executives are also uh, in compliance because it really leads to point number two, what can happen when there's C-suite involvement 
in the bribery scheme. Although we have just a few FCPA enforcement actions, um, the cognizant technologies matter from earlier in 2019 was clearly important for this going forward because there you had actual C-suite direction of the bribery scheme, yet the company received a declination. So uh, who monitors your senior executives? What happens when they do engage in bribery and corruption? And that leads to point number three, how can your company make a comeback? The uh, Cognizant Technologies made a comeback because two weeks after the, the board was notified that the CFO, CEO, general counsel, and perhaps others were involved in the bribery and corruption, they self-disclosed to the Department of Justice. So it is possible to have a comeback, but you're going to have to take swift and decisive action, and that means you have to have robust internal controls and people who are willing to speak up and stand up when illegal action is seen. I hope you've enjoyed this series as much as I've enjoyed bringing it to you. I'm going to have uh, some more. uh, I've had so much fun. I'm going to have some more podcasts on this. We're going to take a look at all of the original uh, TOS cast and crew movies going forward. Jay Rosen and I are going to do that. We're going to cross post it on Popcorn and Compliance. Next week, I'm going to have a special series with Ben Lockwin where we're going to look at some of the science in Star Trek to see how viable or visible it may be today and where it may be going in the future. I'm also going to have some final reflections on my journey through the original series that I hope uh, not only you will join me for, but uh, you will enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and um, I hope you will uh, continue to trek out. This is Tom Fox. Tracking Through Compliance was a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, you can help it grow by sharing it with the biggest Trek fan you know. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.